Joining us now, he is the sports director for the Aiken Standard, friend of the show, John Boyette joins us. What's going on, John? No, just getting ready for a little tournament next Yeah, week. just a little baby tournament. Yeah. So yeah. what do the media credentials look like? Do they Are they giving them out? Is it virtual? What, what are we talking about? Uh, and where so are ours? That's what we, I got, we got two two models. We got people that will be there in person, like me, and I think it's about 100 to 150 wow. of the working press. And then you'll have people who were credentialed previously for the spring, but they will have virtual access so they can – go into the what they call the portal and look at transcripts and uh, listen to the press conferences, even ask questions of some of the people coming to the quick quote area. So so it's going to be different for sure. John, we were just talking a little while ago about how do you, are they going to bring in some azaleas from hothouses and plant those for the tournament, especially on 12 and 13, or is that not going to happen? I, I think uh, nature is going to be very confused. I mean, we had a cold <laughs> snap here right. a couple of weeks ago, and now it's going to be 80 in low 80s next week and a good chance of rain. So I expect we'll see some color somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. And I was asking Mark about ryegrass. You know, a lot of people don't know that's ryegrass they're playing on. Is it? Have you been over to the course in the last week or so and seen how that's progressing? No, they won't let the media go out there no? until Monday morning. Okay. So I'm, I'm actually getting ready to leave and go over there and get my coronavirus test. I've got to pass that. Oh, that's first. right. Yeah, so yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think I've seen a brief because I wasn't paying for the subscription. Uh, but I think I saw a brief picture of the uh, a flyover that they did. Uh, I think somebody from Global Golf posted it, and I mean, it looked pretty green to me. Yeah, they they always have it really green, and you know they they're a seasonal club, so they don't open until October. Right. And uh, I think one of the Eureka Earth or somebody had an image of it was very brown, and you know late August, early well, it always is. September, yeah. and, and that's typical for them. And right. then it overnight it was you know very green. So yeah, I mean it's going to be interesting. We're we're going to see some moisture, but it's going to be warmer than probably fifty percent of the Masters that we see in April. So it's going to be kind of an oddity. Um, you know, it, it seems like when it's warm and and wet that, again, I think your longer players might have an advantage because they can bomb it out there and yep. it's not going to roll away. It's just going to hit and stop. Um, are we going to see the Bryson DeChambeau experience? Yeah, I was talking to Kevin Kisner, who's from Aiken, the yeah. other day, mm-hmm. and uh, we were he was on the back of the range at Palmetto Golf Club hitting five irons. and wow. <laughs> So that's kind of where his, his yeah. mind is that, he you know, he's not a – the long knocker in the in the class of Bryson and Matthew Wolf and those guys, but he uh, you know he he fully expects that uh, that that it's Bryson's to lose, and uh, I'm I'm not sold yet. I think uh, he's going to take some interesting uh, lines off the tee. <laughs> I was on a call the other day, and uh, I think Andy North from ESPN said that uh, he expects Bryson to maybe take it over the trees on the right of thirteenth and yeah. of thirteen and hit it into fourteen, 14 fairway. fairway. Yeah. Uh, I'm know. not a fan of that. I almost feel like because of the way that green is set up, that he's really giving himself not a whole lot of green to work with. I mean, for me, if you're gonna bomb it, bomb it over the trees on the left and trying to get it down there in the left side where you got a lot of green to work with. Yeah, I prefer the Bubba Watson yeah. method yes. where he, you know, he took it over the trees and had a had a flip wedge in there. Yeah, I just I think you're limiting your options and the ability to make three. I mean, the whole point of hitting it long on that hole is to try and to make three, and I think he's really mm-hmm. making it harder for himself too. hitting it over into 14. Yep. 
Yeah, so there, there's going to be some interesting shots, and uh, you know, I've, I've never been a good half. So I'm not a good player at all. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, having a half wedge or some of these odd distances, I mean, you know, to me that just seems to be more difficult than having a you know your stock yardages or something. That's true. That is true. And I always think that's where Bryson fails. I think he fails at, at the wedge game and the shorter irons because I think the the wedges being longer in his bag, I think it creates a lot of issues for him. So um, I, I would almost be a fan of him maybe experimenting with normal length wedges just to see how that works out. Uh, and I don't know if he's done that or not. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, he's going to have to putt really well to win and, uh, you know, and they're they're the there's the outliers like uh, VJ Singh who who just hit it so good in in 2000 that you know he he could put mediocre and and still win, but for the most part these guys are going to have to put pretty well. What do you think we're going to get out of Tiger? Uh, I don't expect a whole lot to be honest with you. I don't you. either. Um, John. I don't think he's. I don't know that he's. You know, this whole season has just been kind of weird with the the layoff and the COVID, and you know he just his results haven't shown. Uh, shown anything great and i i want to i never discount tiger because when he goes down magnolia lane he seems to turn into a different player but even even this year i don't know if that can happen yeah what so who if i told you you had to pick two people who are your two favorites Ooh, uh well i like rory mcelroy I think all this uh no fans and maybe a little lower key masters and you know, he he still knows he's got to win there to complete the Grand Slam. Right. So I think he, I, I'm, I'm looking for big things from him. And I think the, the course set up a little softer, you know, carrying it a long way, that should help him. And, uh, you know, somebody like uh, like Xander Shoffley or yeah. Patrick Cantley. I know that's two extra guys, but, you know, those guys, they've got a good track record the last couple of years, and, and they've, uh, they've played well recently. Yeah, we we had that question earlier, John, and I had picked Rory and, and J- Justin Thomas. I don't know if Justin's uh, got it going or, or not, but Mark picked Cantley, and so you know you you've already mentioned two of the guys that we we had picked. So who knows though? I mean, who knows? Getting back, yeah. To, I mean, getting, I like I like Justin Thomas. Uh, you know, who knows about Dustin Johnson? Right, I mean, the, right. He was the hottest guy on the planet, you know, six weeks ago, and then he got tested positive. So. And, and getting back to Bryson for just a second, John, you know, uh, you look at what he did at Shadow Creek. That was a golf course that wasn't conducive to him hitting it as far as he could hit it. And, you know, because it was so, I mean, the rough was up. And, and of course, it's not at Augusta. But, I mean, there's angles you can take that aren't going to be conducive to scoring. And, and that could be that that could be the possibility of Augusta. Yeah, I'm just trying to go through the, my mind, and if you know if he hits it well on the par fives, you know he'll have nothing in nothing, the two. Right. You know he'll have a mid iron into eight. You know thirteen and fifteen will be wedges. I mean, so it's uh, you know, but he's he's got to do it. Yeah. I mean it's you know it's not a given. That's right. Yeah. So with the weather that's coming in, I mean, obviously this time of year the concern is daylight. Um, if there's any disruption in play on Thursday or Friday, I mean, we're definitely talking about rounds spilling over to the following day, kind of like what happened last year. I mean, does that maybe help somebody like Tiger? It seemed like it helped him last year in terms of, uh, you know, having split tees and the early start and all, all the factors kind of lined up for the perfect storm for Tiger. Um, does something like that help him out again? Yeah, I'm not sure it does. Um, you know, last year, it, it's, I, I think you're right. I think it probably helped him fly under the radar a little bit, and he didn't have to, you know, 
spend all morning thinking about it or worrying about mm-hmm. it. And I don't think he does, but you know, it's uh, I'll be very surprised if they complete two rounds by Friday, just with the weather forecast. Um, you know, with this the, the rain coming in from the the tropical storm or the hurricane that's in the Gulf right now, or coming up through the Caribbean. So, I think it's uh, you know I think we'll probably see some people finishing their second rounds on Saturday, Saturday morning. and then they're going to scramble to get everybody done. You know, by by the third round by Saturday afternoon. But you're right. I mean, we'll have about two two and a half hours less uh, daylight. So. You know, we've seen for a while now no fans. We're seeing a few fans at Houston this week. Is it just going to be – is the Masters going to be the strangest one of them all just because we always get those epic roars on Saturday and Sunday resonating throughout the golf course and the amount of pressure that it seems to put on somebody or the momentum somebody gets? Is that just what's going to be lacking? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like an Augusta roar. There's not. I mean, You're right. You know, and you can, if you've been out there enough, you can tell where it's coming from. You can know what it is. You know, it's an eagle from Tiger or a, mm-hmm. a birdie from Mark Leishman. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're they're just they're they're different levels of roars and and, and cheering and excitement, and it's uh, that is going to be the biggest thing that we're going to miss this coming week, I think. Yeah, and uh, you know, as we move forward, I mean, the fun part about this is that. Uh, the Masters is the last major of the year, and it's going to be the next major <laughs> right, back to uh, back. on the schedule. That's so right. it's, it's a back-to-back major, right? I mean, it's just awesome from that yeah. standpoint. Yeah, I haven't done the math, but I think it's roughly, you know, what, 150 days. Is that right? The next one. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, right. uh, yeah. it's like having two birthdays or two Christmases, you know, back-to-back. It really is. And, but the other piece of that is what is the economic impact to the Augusta area. I mean, without any of this going on, I mean, are there going to be some serious businesses suffering? Well, it, it is it is going to be a, a, a big blow to the Augusta and Aiken economies. Um, you know, so many people come here, travel here to stay in the hotels, eat in the restaurants, shop in the local stores, eat out, you know, all that good stuff, play golf at the golf courses. That's another thing that, you know, that's a, a big factor. You know, the golf course that I play at, you know, we – we have a, a a nice budget that we set based on, you know, the math, the masters traffic that we get. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all that's kind of been thrown out with the with the bath order. But um, you know, I'm I'm hoping that we can have some sort of limited fans or back to normal next year. I'm not entirely sold that we will be, but you know, you know the. Yeah, you know, most businesses around here look at the Masters as a as a thirteenth month of revenue or a second Christmas or that uh, kind of thing. Yeah. So that's uh, you know that's a definitely unfortunate you know impact on this. Yeah, I mean you know thinking about fans and 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 what the other sports are doing. You know, baseball did a pretty good job of piping in some noise. You can't do that in golf. You just can't you know you can't no. replicate roars and stuff. And so yeah, that's going to be the the biggest thing that I'm going to miss. Lately, I've been watching football. Uh, specifically the NFL, and it's just so quiet. I'm I'm starting to kind of wane on that a little bit. It's just uh, it's not the same, and it's uh, I'm I'm going to miss. Uh, golf is my favorite sport. Golf is the probably the best, in my opinion, the best sports ever invented. And this is going to put a damper on just the excitement part of Augusta National. Yeah, you know I think there'll be a lot of you know hand wringing and gnashing of the yeah. teeth for you know the first two or three days, but once the tournament starts, I think we'll. We'll we'll get used to it and uh, be looking forward to seeing all the great shots. 
Well, John, man, we always appreciate you coming on. We'll, I'm assuming we're going to maybe get you for some updates next weekend and uh, have a fun time out there, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I'll see you all or uh, talk to you next Saturday. All Thank right. you, John. Thanks a lot. All right, you're welcome. That is John Boyette, uh, sports editor for the Aiken Standard. Uh,